what was that? Knock it off. That's what I said. Knock it off. Or you're going to bed. Knock it off. You know what to do. Yeah, that's right. I'm talking to you. Knock it off. I'm at my wit's end. Knock it off. And tell your friends to knock it off. You're done. Hello, everybody. This is Kara. And Bethany. And together, we are here this evening on Sunday. We sure are. We're here. (laughs) We want you first to understand that we had our lives together for a quick second there. A quick second, didn't we, Kara? We did. We recorded this entire episode for you on Friday night. Yes. And what happened after that? We got sad-macked. Bad. It's only known by Apple and the Apple universe what exactly happened. All I know is this. I thought I recorded. I thought I saved. Um, But I did not. And things just, they went awry when I tried to post it on Substack tonight. So Bethany graciously came back over here. And we're going to go ahead and do all of this over again for you. 45 minutes of my life, creative outlet, genius content, gone. You know, the irony of this is that I was giving you so much crap about your Apple situation and mm. what a loser you are, and then <laughs> I, I bombed happened? our podcast, so... It's <laughs> what we call do. in the universe, karma. karma. <laughs> Starts with a K-A-R, matter mm-hmm. of fact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway... We are going to move on. We're going to give ourselves a little bit of grace, not much. We're going to move on. We're going to try to replicate, aren't we, Care? Yeah, we're going to we're going to do it. And what we're going to talk about first, or second, I should say, is what we talked about first last time, and that is some really sad news that we just received about our beloved restaurant that we've been going to for what twenty. Four years now. Yep, since we moved in, crossed the bridge there. Yep. We just want to let our local listeners know that uh, we learned that our favorite fish camp is up for sale. It's for sale. After 60 years in the same family. And when we got this news, we were kind of devastated because we don't know what's going to happen to the place. We really don't, okay? Well, nobody does. No. I mean, who knows? Yeah, we're spectators. In this day and age, you don't know. You don't know. So we went up there, um, actually before the recording, to do it, just, just you know, bask in the nostalgia. There's been, I mean, I met, I met my current husband there. That's where he took me to go out on a boat to, you know, get engaged. Oh yeah, I've, I've hung out with multiple exes at that place. Mm-hmm. Um, we won't go into them, but. But yeah, busboys and the like. And so, you know, next thing we know, it's up for sale. So we go and I do just want to give a a, a shout out because as the table next to us of six clears up, Kara notices there's people right there that we know. Right, Kara? Well, I look at you and I says to you, I says, hey, your in-laws are right over there. And sure enough, they were. And not only the in-laws, but a favorite aunt and uncle pairing were in town. Also enjoying the fish camp. Yeah, so we go over there. We say hello to them. Oh, by the way, this is an add-in, but, you know, I'm going to name drop her. I'm going to name drop her because I think she'll like it. Okay. Aunt Colleen. She said that for the listeners of our pod, they need need a term. Like, 
they need a term of being like listeners to our pod. Oh, like the like a fan name, like Swifties. Oh. I would if I'll be so bold. Uh huh. And I told her, well, that was that's genius. We'll have to get some input from people, yeah, from our friends that listen to the read our stuff, listen to the show, and we'll get back to you on that. Yeah, just leave it in the comments if you want to. If you want to let us know, uh, what put it in the comments. Okay. Yeah, put it in the comments. Okay. okay. All right. The next thing I really want to discuss with you today mm-hmm. is our own mother's reaction to our first conversation we did for Knock It Off together. My palms are sweating. Well, and elsewhere. I mean, I I had to ask her what she thought. First of all, let's just let's describe her for our listeners here. She's just got a lot more grace about her than we do. Mm-hmm. Very classy. classy. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't cuss much. Like rarely, she's really a model of citizen. Mm-hmm. Class, yeah. um, everything. Yeah, we know? take more after our father. Yeah, right. It's, <laughs> yeah, so she she is just like our other sister. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, Bethany and I, we together with our brother, we take after our dad. And that's just how things go. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's genetics. Yeah. So. I really wanted to know what she thought. I don't know why. I, this was a conversation I was avoiding. The <laughs> care goes full-fledged ahead. I had to know. I had to know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I see her and I'm like, hey, mom, what'd you think of our knock it off? And you know that look she gets on her face when she's really, its she's not even just uncomfortable. She is disgusted with something she completely disapproves yeah it's like that uh lip purse by miranda in the devil wears prada when they're showing the newest season's fashion exactly and it's like we typically see this in response to someone we're dating who she doesn't approve of Mm -hmm. uh breaking curfew Mm -hmm. questionable highlights to the hair Uh uh-huh yeah so she gets that look on her face, right? And all she can manage to say to me is, you girls sure had a lot of fun. <laughs> and so I say, I say back to her, well, yeah, I mean, is there anything in particular that stood out to you? And she goes, <laughs> you were really digging for... <laughs> <laughs> she goes, there was a lot of poop talk. Well, we're our father's daughters. I don't, you know. Yeah, and you know what? I just, it's not what we intended to do, but that's where it went, and I'm proud of it. I just keep shifting blame to dad, and I apologize for that. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually just that we were raised with gastrointestinal humor, and we still, I think most humans, if they're honest with themselves, can find some joy in it. Right. And so we just tend to go there. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, I wasn't remotely offended. I thought it was actually pretty funny. Well, good for Mom's you. Mom's reaction. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you something about it right now. Okay? Because <laughs> I know this to be true in my soul. In your GD soul. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, <laughs> when you start making your loved ones uncomfortable <laughs> with your creative endeavors... You're on to something. Yeah. You're either on to being ostracized from their lives for the rest of yours, or you're about to hit it big. (laughs) It's one or the other. 
And we're going to find out which one we are. Could be both. Yeah. Anyway, well, let's move on. Okay. From, let's move on from Paula because she's probably getting uncomfortable. So the next thing that we're going to discuss is a quick follow-up from Kara's abstaining from Starbucks visits. We oh. just want to circle back there. Yeah. So as you may recall, um, in 2024, one of the things that I listed I was going to do differently is stop going to Starbucks so often. I was a solid every day or sometimes more than once a day or out of control top two percent of all starbucks customers in the world oh i thought it was just america you didn't share that expansion of detail last time go ahead oh mm-hmm. well and so you know when i saw that statistic from 2023 i decided that i needed to cut back and i did i really did and so what's happening with it is i'm doing what i need to do on it Okay, I'm doing great. I don't go more than like three-ish times a week. Mm -hmm. Last month it was two, but go on. Yeah, well, two or three. I'm giving myself a little grace. Mm -hmm. And I'm really proud of that. Now, what I've decided to do, though, is for a little bit further incentive and also just to test a theory that I find to be like absolutely ridiculous... I'm taking all the money that I'm saving by not going to Starbucks and I'm throwing it into the stock market. Mm. Okay. Basically like a savings fund, but in the stock market. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what I'm going to do with it is I'm going to watch it, you know, grow like all the gurus tell you it's going to if you cut out your latte, your daily latte. Five bucks a day. Yeah. Five bucks. Well, for me, it was more like eight, but you know, we'll go with whatever eight bucks a day keeps bankruptcy away (laughs) there you go so but i i will say this i'm up to like 300 bucks so far Mm -hmm. and i've already made that's a car payment it is close not not these days (laughs) right i mean half a car payment yeah let's just go yeah so i've already made like i don't know seven or eight bucks in what do they call this? Uh, gains? Okay. Gains? Just by um, ciphering money over from... Wait, is that the right word? I don't know. What's the word when you when you like move money over from one thing to another in kind of a like creepy way? No? Okay. I have no idea All what right. you're well, talking about. You're going to give us monthly progress on this? or? Yeah, but no, what I'm saying is I already got a free cup of coffee just from putting it in the stock market. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take that out and I'm going to go oh. to Starbucks. You know you pay taxes on anything that's um, removed less than one year. It was that was a so joke. you about half a coffee. Yeah, but it, and also that was a joke. I'm not going to take. Don't it Don't be out. taking it out. I'm God, not going go to go. You have to submit it and forget it. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm. Okay. I'm really not going to do that. But my point is, I'm going to keep you guys updated on my money progress and also my abstaining. Okay. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Save that money for your future. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I want to talk a little bit, you know, we've experienced this sad max situation and I, this is my f- almost final straw with Apple. I have to say, I can't, I can't because what happened was I'm, I've been having a lot of data issues between my phone and my computer. I bought a computer four years back or so for a special project. And I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to say it like it is, that it's not performed as I expected it to do. I've, my data's out of control. Well, one day I'm I'm on this Mac and I'm trying to 
cleanse it, if you will. And the whole screen lights up as if I'm being, it's like an attack. It's like a, it's like a cyber attack. Oof. And I start, I start the palpitations a little bit. By Gemini? By Gemini. And I think it, I think it was ventricular. Oh and, um, and it tells me, you know, someone's trying to steal your things and here's the number to call. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now I've heard enough from baby boomers in my life of getting, uh, what's the word? Scammed. Scammed. Thank you. <laughs> to know that I learned from them. I said, I'm not calling this number. So I Google Apple support on my separate Apple device. Oh, oh, because they can't tell what you're doing on that. Yeah, they, 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 they're not in your cloud. I don't or even are know. They? I, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't know who's where. I don't know what's what. So I get online with, uh, I believe, was her name Miranda, my customer support person? Mm. Listen here, I had, an, I had a spiritual experience I was not prepared for with this woman. She gets, she gets, to asking me all these invasive questions about my operating system. And I fi- I find them invasive because I don't know the answer to them. Okay. Okay. So I feel like she's just out to judge me right off the bat mm-hmm. as a millennial that has not taken her Apple classes. She finally gets fed up because I don't understand. She starts naming all these fancy places in California to ask if they're my operating system. She's like, oh, are you running Monterey? Are you running Catalina? Is Catalina a place in California? I think so. Monterey is, I know for sure. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to be honest with you, Melinda. I don't it's know. Melissa, I think. She's gone Melissa. from Miranda to Melinda to them. <laughs> Melissa, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what I'm running. And she she gets fed up with me, as she should. Mm-hmm. And she says, we need to share screens. We're going to move on to sharing screens. I'm like, oh, I'm not ready for that point in our relationship. But oh, okay. man, you're getting the dinosaur treatment right now. This is what the is, treatment, so like uh, all the IT people with the dinosaurs at work who don't know anything about computers, they make them share screens so that they can actually just control whatever they're doing. Well, you're a dinosaur. Well, you're a tech dinosaur is what you are. What am I supposed to do about it? I don't, I mean, look, I just erased our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the person to ask she gets on the screen and she pulls up my operating system and guess what? I'm running Mojave. What I'm do you running, mean Mojave. running Mojave. I've never even heard of that as an an operating system. Okay. Well, are you just trying to <laughs> kill me with a thousand cuts here? Okay. Mojave and actually I loved it to find out that I'm running Mojave because you'll know why. We are from the Mojave Desert. Mm-hmm. So it tracked. I'm like, "Well, sure I am." <laughs> And she lets out this audible, judgmental sigh. It was like this. It was like, okay, well, at least you're running the latest version of Mojave. And I'm like, Miranda, I... And she... So she tries to help with my data issue, which she really can't because I'm maxed out, you know? And then we get off the phone. But... And then I'm having more issues with my cellular device and it's all part of this grand scheme to get me to buy a new phone which I just paid this phone off and a new computer unit not having it well I've told you I have told you what you need to do on this and you're not listening to me but I'm sticking with the magic of Mojave if you want to be in this 
century. You're going to have to get out of Mojave. She does tell me, she says, you know, you're going to be less prone to these cyber attacks if you update your system. (laughs) And just for those of you that are cringing at my behavior in there, because I know Adam's just like, she's killing me here. I tried to update and it won't let me, you guys. I, I mean, I made room on my device and it still won't let me update. Oh, yeah. So I'm just telling you, I'm not ignoring, I am not ignoring the advice. I literally, my hands are tied. Yeah. They are backing me into a corner until I purchase is what's happening. They do it on purpose. They did that to me. I couldn't update. I could not do anything I needed to do. And lo and behold, got this brand new Mac here that can't save a freaking podcast. Right? Okay. It's a brand new Mac and it still sad Mac'd us. Yeah. Gave us the boom. Not the good kind. Oof. (laughs) Hey, you know what time it is now? What's that? It's time for Ask Bethany. (sighs) Okay. What do we got this week? Well, let's tell them what it is first. Oh, okay. So Ask Bethany is going to be a segment on each live podcast we do here. And what it's going to be is a question... From our readers of Substack about anything you want, um, and it's for Bethany to answer. Now, Bethany happens to be a medical professional, so it can have that flavor if you want it to be, or you can just ask her, like, why does she smell? It doesn't really matter. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. Uh, this is for entertainment purposes only. Yeah, entertainment only. We don't. We dis- we dismantle any and all liability. No, we, we disclaim it. Yes. <laughs> you can we, disclaim it. I will dismantle you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is pure entertainment. We're this, here for you guys. This is not this is not advice and believe me, if it were you would not want to take it. <laughs> okay. Also, the questions do not come from our diaries. No. All right, so here it is. Dear Bethany, The other day I was picking up my child from daycare. I was walking down the hallway when I felt the urge to cough. But when I did so, a little bit of air came out the other end. This wouldn't have been so bad, except for the fact that my child's teacher was also walking down the hallway, and I'm afraid she heard everything. What should I have done? Sincerely, mortified. How does that hit you? Well, the first thing I want to say as a compassionate person is, I'm so sorry that happened to you, dear reader. And the next thing I'll say is, you have to try to immediately begin other auditory noises shuffle the feet uh move your bag keys jingle jingle the keys (laughs) something something to throw their scent off um and whatever you do don't look back to see if they heard it does does that work the the other noises i don't know but it's helped me in the past (laughs) (laughs) listen there's been a lot of upper respiratory illnesses that have been circulating. Um, I myself recently just got over one of these type of situations. So, oh really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, 
man, it's it's really making its way through our Substack community too. It sounds like. Oh yeah, well, the apple don't far fall far from the. Okay, Um, the next thing we have slated to discuss is Super Bowl reactions. What a joy this Super Bowl was. It was a full family affair. Everyone was into it, again, because besides it being a phenomenal game, you had the presence of Mm T-Swift. If you don't want to hear about it, you came to the wrong damn podcast, okay? Mm -hmm. I will say that during the game, my eldest says... Well, February 11th should be a national holiday if Travis proposes to Taylor and she says yes. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But he didn't. So it's not. Right. So we just we wait and we see what happens. We don't know where this is going to go. Are we both still following the love story? I mean, I'm still following it. I am. Are you? Well, I noticed they went to the Australia Zoo together. Mm-hmm. He's in Australia. He's, Not anymore. He was. Or, he flew back. Uh, oh, well, he was. Yes. And he was exchanging friendship bracelets with fans. Is that not adorable? It's just really adorable. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. We'll see where it, where it goes. We're here for it. Mm-hmm. We will remain here for it. Yep. Oh, I wanted to just share, this is, there's no good segue for this, but I just want to talk to you. Oh, this also happened at daycare. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that was Ask Bethany. That would happen to somebody else at daycare. But just piggybacking on the daycare experience, Mm -hmm. I picked my kid up the other day and he's like, he's not really great at embracing me or like saying hello, like I really missed you, but he'll hit me with these zingers out of nowhere. It's just like, hey, buddy, how are you? Mm Mm-hmm. And he says to me, he says, hey, I want that dinner with the beef and the bell peppers that we had in 2022. (laughs) And I was like, oh, well, kiddo, I don't, what did it, what was it? I said, well, I just tried to get more details. I'm trying to keep the conversation open. Mm -hmm. And he said, I don't know, but I know what happened in 2022. This is like a five-year-old, and it's 2024. Uh-huh. And, you know, my brain, I want to call bullshit on mm-hmm. him. But it was also just charming and funny, and I just said, oh, we'll work on it. And he's like... I haven't made it. He's, he's like, replicate it. Yeah. <laughs> replicate it, Mom. Oh, man. These kids, I don't know where they come up with this <clears> stuff, <throat> but it's just, whew, you know? One thing I wanted to um, I wanted to touch base with you on mm-hmm. because people are so great with their like recommendations on Substack. I mean, some of our friends I have like um, I learned from Kylie Baker. Is mm-hmm. that how she pronounces it? Kylie. I think, I think it might be Cooley, but Cooley maybe. She said that the Taylor Eras tour is going to be on Disney in March. Whoa. And I shared that news with my kids. I was God for the, you know, you know, I mean, I was just a hero for the day. Wow. So I really appreciate these people that know their stuff on there. Mm-hmm. What I wanted to find out, and they give us all these show recommendations. Mm-hmm. I want to know what you're into right now. I would, I'd like some taste of Kara's Rex. 
Well, you know what? It's, it's time for Taste of Kara. Well, listen, I don't think that you really want to taste what I'm taking in right now mm. because I found myself down a rabbit hole that I really don't want to be down and I don't know how to get myself, I don't know how to dig out of this, honestly. And here's what happened. I, you know our sister Jenny, who we've already discussed. I've heard of her, yeah. She's the sweetest, you know. Oh, she's just so nice. <clears throat> well, she recommends to me that I try out this show on Netflix, which a lot of people, I think, enjoy, called Virgin River, right? Oh, I've heard about it. It's a nurse practitioner. Yeah. That's a, how I know it. Yeah, okay. It, exactly. Maybe you would like this show, okay? But Yeah, it, you sound really like you're about to sell me on it. What? <laughs> Well, I, you know, short synopsis, it's this nurse practitioner, she's been through a lot of trauma, you know, yada yada, and she moves to this small town called Virgin River, and she's trying to sort of reinvent herself, re-whatever, you know, live her life again. Sounds like a Hallmark movie. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> okay. Okay. And... I, I start, I get into this thing a couple episodes in, and I'm like, this show sucks. Mm. I mean, it really does. The acting is terrible. The writing is terrible. I don't Do you think the career choice was terrible? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> she would have been better suited as an attorney. Right. Absolutely, <laughs> she would have. Mel Monroe, come on. Okay, so, but the thing is, I, I just, I can't quit virgin oh. River, no matter what i try and i can't understand what keeps sucking me in oh you haven't figured it out no because i don't even believe that like the love stories are actually people who are in love because it's so shallow it's so the storytelling i, I don't even understand like what I, so I think what keeps actually, you coming back i think i'm entertained by how bad it is at this point <laughs> i don't i don't have any other explanation for this okay that's all I have to say about it, other than... So is this a recommendation, or no, a don't eat what I'm eating? Don't eat what I'm eating, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Don't taste this, <clears throat> okay? Don't don't get yourself into this thing. Okay, well, she gave us a fair warning, and if you dive in to Virgin River, we warned you. And if you disagree with me, let me know in the comments and tell me why. Because I honestly don't get it. Could you identify for Kara in the comments why she keeps coming back? I would be interested in that comment. Yeah. And I know a few of you personally that watch this show. So I don't want silence. Ooh. I'll come looking for you. Well, okay? I, I'm sorry I just was bad about the show. But that's how I feel. <clears throat> it's the truth. And there ain't nothing but honesty on this endeavor. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to pivot... For to something that I'm gonna highly recommend. Okay. okay. I'm gonna give a high I'm gonna give like a five star situation. Wow. And that is when I'm going I'm gonna pivot to reading. Oh, reading okay. okay. And um What's that? Gay ass Lear. Is it on Netflix? <laughs> uh I guess the Audible version. <laughs> So here's the thing, Kara. Actually, you. I'm gonna give you the credit in this genre of reading because what I'm about to delve into, into with you guys is the Gilded Age. 
For those of you that aren't familiar, the Gilded Age was this time period, late 1800s to early 1900s, coined by Mark Twain, correct, in his book? Sure. In one of the books I read said that, so I'm going to go with that. I'm hoping someone fact-checked it or some editor didn't do their job. And it's really about high society New York, so to speak, Mm -hmm. in that time frame, right? Right. So you have um, the families that there was like old money, but there was also new money coming in. So you had your railroad steel company I don't know, however you make money with that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. was all happening. And then there was the women of the men that were <laughs> making all this money. Mm-hmm. And so names like the Astors and the Vanderbilts. Mm-hmm. That's like if you want to start like Gilded Age 101, mm-hmm. you got to start with those two names, right? Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong because no, she's right. got a much deeper background. I think that's right, yeah. Okay. So I started 2024 off with these there you'll find a lot of historical novels so they're they're real people and events but they are loose with you know the dialogues made up and like the stories are made up but you, you you're going to find a plethora of of situations with this and there was two queen bees with high society there was your caroline astor and your alva vanderbilt mm-hmm. and they really went at it they built these mansions they they threw these huge balls mm-hmm and um, I, once you start a book, if you get hooked from there, it's like, what's next? Like, oh, what's next? And there's no shortage. I mean, you can just keep going and going and going with it, you know. But uh, who do you identify with most? Probably the um, nurse that comes to deliver <laughs> one of their babies. <laughs> can you change that from the last time we recorded this? I think I probably had like a coming to Jesus moment. Like, Bethany, you're not a high socialite. You're a peasant that was nurse trained. You would be catching Alva's child. What did I say first, Alva? I think so. Yeah. I said I was going to be the peasant. You were much more modest. But actually, I would define you as Caroline Astor and me as an Alva. Because Kara has like, she has a taste for the finer things. I am more of your spunky, let me throw your finer things on its ass kind of, you know, we have that, like, we have that, that dynamic, I'm, you know? I'm her, her servant. That's what I am. Your Caroline servant? Yeah. I would disagree. I would disagree heavily. I would think maybe you're part of the opera performance of the dancers they go to. Oh, okay. I could do that. I could do that. Because you were a dancer. Yeah. You were in the arts. Now, remember, we we toured. Before you got down this path, and after I did, I kind of made you tour the mansion in Newport. Yeah. That was... Yeah. We took a detour from Boston. I was like, we got to see this joint. The Breakers. And it was so cool. I loved it. It was so much fun. And you Gorgeous. tolerated it. But I think now you would be right oh, into it. Oh, know? yeah. Knowing the history. Yeah. Because that was a Vanderbilt home. Yes. It wasn't Alva's and Williams, but it was one of the brothers or sisters. or Yeah. Yeah. Something. Some relation to them. I can't remember either right Absolutely. Now. And just the, the, like, the luxury of these homes, you guys. 
going through these mansions and then seeing just every piece of it the the kitchen where the you know the people that served them work and the like extent of that location like seismic to a restaurant like mm-hmm. but then they all i mean it's kind of sad like a lot of this wealth was totally squandered throughout the next couple of decades and yeah. these mansions were leveled not the yeah a couple of the uh the New York the ones. ones, you know, still stand, but but they're not even in the family anymore. I mean, the one that we toured, what? the last remaining heir had basically been. Oh, she signed. They, it got signed over to like um, some place in Newport, like the um, historical like a preservation society. society. Yeah, preservation society. Thank you. And the woman was like living upstairs for a time, and basically ended up getting evicted. I mean, it was. It's just kind of like, wow. But um, Anderson Cooper wrote a great book. So Anderson is... A descendant. Yes. Of the Vanderbilt line. Yes. And he purposely chose not to go for the Vanderbilt name because he wanted to make, you know, he made wanted to make his own way. But Oh, he, so that's not his real last name, Cooper? Well, his mother was Gloria Vanderbilt. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So I think Cooper was his father's last name, but he kind of chose to stick with that in yeah. his professional career. Sure. But... I think that's right. Um, but he wrote a book about the rise and fall of the, of the Vanderbilt family. And that's next on my... You, do you have a copy of that? Yeah. Because I thought you were going to get... You've been saying you're going to give it to me. and It hasn't reached my hands. Well, it's in a box. I just moved, you know. But I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. I'm going to hold you to it. Because yeah. you know what? I told people I'd give them the Britney Spears memoir. Oh, yeah. Guess well, what? <laughs> Guess what? From the hands I lent it to, it's gone two hands deep. I don't even know where it is now. I have it. <laughs> but you wait. Mom said she me. lent it to the sister-in-law. No, no. Oh, no, you no. have you've it. Stacked me so high on books because you you've got all these new Gilded Age books for me. You've got Britney Spears. I mean, oh, I have never read the, been so far behind on my reading. Okay. Hey, Britney, you guys have to read it. If you were a 1990s uh, teenager of sorts that followed the. You gotta read it. Yeah, take you a couple days. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna get it done. But yeah, that's where it is. It's with me. Oh, good to know. Back to Anderson's book, though. He starts his book off explaining what happens with that Newport mansion that we just toured. It's really fascinating. Oh. That's how he starts his whole book. Like, oh, I've got to get my hands on this. Yeah, and of course, you know the Biltmore in um, Asheville, North Asheville. Carolina. That place. If you guys have never been there, oh my gosh, what an incredible place i just so i just wrapped up a a book on that one called the last castle by renee rosen did you read that one no and i I may be misspeaking on the on the author but i'm pretty sure that is it Mm -hmm. because it was my latest book fascinating couldn't put it down Mm. and his wife edith i was a big fan of because she was not just high society um wine and dine this woman cared about community. She rode around to help people in need. That anything she found out about, she was there giving care baskets and like just actually involved, mm-hmm. and not in this bubble that some are depicted as. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, the Paula mother influence in us is very, very much appreciates like reaching out to those that are in need. You know, yeah. And she was that way. Her maiden name was. Edith Durvescent Dresser? Oh, oh, oh I remember yeah, that. Yeah, it was yeah. something. Yes, yeah. Big fan mm-hmm. of Edith. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I am excited that you are finally on this road. I, as you would say, it's better late than never. It's better wrong than never. And I just can't wait to see where it takes you. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm thrilled about it. And, and must I say again to you that you have got to see the Gilded Age series. You keep... Um, you yeah. keep harping on this, and I know it's for good reason. I'm not refuting that. We Here's the situation in my home. In order to feel closer to one another, we have minimal TVs. What? That's the story. That, that's actually what's been fed to me. I'm, just, I'm actually just reiterating what's been said to me. Oh, man. Okay? And um, here's the thing. I have to share the main corridor television with a man and two boys and the littlest is a girl but she's not really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean she's not quite dictating mm-hmm. and so when it comes down to getting the kids in bed by the time we're together we have to pick something we agree on which is supposed to be good for your marriage but I can't you think I'm gonna pull up the gilded age every night and get through my I can't run up to my room and pull on the. I don't have a TV in my room. There's no TV in your room. We are. Would we die. are. We are against it for sleep purposes. Oof. But also, I won't argue it because that's where I've got my Gilded Age reading in. Uh, so well, if we go up to our room, I I read. And honestly, you guys, I don't know if you know the secret, but reading makes us smarter. <laughs> and TV has not been proven to do that. So the Enneagram one in me is like, I'm not arguing not putting a stupid freaking TV in the room because I read and it's got to be good for me. (laughs) Hey, you know, I mean, so I feel like that's right. It feels right. Does it feel, does it sit in your soul in a bubbly level or? Yeah, for sure. On the academic side, I just don't know about the practicalities of not having a damn TV in my room. The only other TV... And I shouldn't share this because someone could come lift it. Is outside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm not yeah. going to go out there. I'm not going to go out there in the winter because it's cold, and I'm not going to go out there any other season because it's Florida. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so I I am not against your wreck. It's going to happen. I just have restraints. Well, you got a couple days in the week now, so that's what I told you. You've got to take one of your weekdays. No, I have. I have chores. I. Do it while you're I have to. I have to work out. I have to do my laundry. I have to grocery shop. I have to take kids to appointments on my days off. The, the, the fill-in time, I do get an hour usually where I'm like, give yourself something of like, but I also feel guilty. It's so, you know, mm-hmm. we could get into this. We're not going to get too, we're not going to go off on a tangent. But I think a lot of women, and I'm, I don't want to disclude men be men too, but we have such a guilt of like, doing things for ourselves once we have families and mm-hmm. like actually doing your self love, your self care. So I'm working on it, but there's just stuff to get done. Well, we'll call it the gilded guilt, you know, the gilded guilt. Okay. Maybe that's what our gilded guilt listeners and mm-hmm. Colleen. No, no. Oh, okay. No, well, we'll keep working. <laughs> it has to be something that's like knock it off esque, you know? Okay. All right. right, So let us know in the comments. Yeah. Just remember to put it in the comments for us. Last thing we have on the agenda to discuss is your recent screening 
of the 20th anniversary of Napoleon Dynamite and actor interviews to boot. Tell us about it. Oh, so I don't know if you guys are familiar with the motion picture Napoleon Dynamite. It was released in, must have been 20, 2004. And it, it, uh, narrates the life of a very awkward teenager in the potato state of Idaho. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which you just gotta love because, you know, we did a little, we did a stint in Idaho. Mm-hmm. It seems like a great place. And um, it just goes through the experience of your very uncomfortable high school-esque life. And if you watch this movie for the first time, you probably look at it and you think, this is so stupid. Mm -hmm. And you watch it a second time and you're like, this is kind of stupid. You watch it a third time and you're like, this is the best movie I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. So... Adam was one of those first timers. This is looks like this looks below my intellect level. This is your husband, Adam. Yep. Mm-hmm. Currently, yeah. Yeah. Current <laughs> um, when he was a teenager, he saw that, or he saw that, and he never went back to it. And then when we had our boys, it was like showing up on one of the free streaming services, and I was playing it on repeat because mm-hmm. you know I just try to indoctrinate my kids. Right. Like, you're gonna watch heavyweights. You're gonna watch Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> You're going to watch The Little Princess, and you're going to love it. <laughs> or you're done. Sandlot, A League of Their Own. Come on. Sandlot was a running feature. Uh-huh. Got to get back into that loop. But So the boys fell in love because the humor with this, ki- with this kid in it, that's just like the... <sighs> and you freaking idiot, you know? <laughs> so they fall in love with it, and then we find out... I'm not going to... I don't want to tell this too loudly, but there's only about five of yous that are listening. The Florida Theater has the best... The best shows circle through the Florida Theater. Mm-hmm. So any of you that don't know, keep an eye out. Keep an eye out. Let us know in the comments if something drops that we need to know about. But get on their email list. I'm yeah. already on it. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's how I, that's how I got listeners. you guys... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh, if you're telling me, if you're nope. about to say, we're not going to talk future. We, oh, we're not talking future. Gosh. That will be a whole nother episode. Okay. Okay. So they put out this notice that they're going to bring the twentieth screen. The twentieth anniversary screening is coming to Jacksonville. Not to mention, once they screen the movie, the actors that play Napoleon Dynamite, Pedro Sanchez, and Uncle Rico are going to show up on stage. To regale, did I use that correctly? Uh-huh. You yeah. with their stories. <laughs> so I says to Adam, I says to the spouse, I says, we got to take the boys, right? Am I right? And he goes, you're right. Get the tickets. We're going. So we go. This is a Thursday night, by the way. This is a Thursday night. And actually, we had soccer practice scheduled. Mm-hmm. You ditched it. We ditched it. Ditched it. Oof. <clears throat> well... Okay, listen. I'm I'm committed. I'm a I'm a soccer enthusiast. Nuts. I just oh. showed up to all four of my nieces' soccer games this weekend. That was my social calendar. I know that was <laughs> that was more commitment than I would have. I'm here for it. Like <laughs> this is like this is I thrive on this. Okay. No, it was great. But also, part of me is like, you can't just make your kid all about school and soccer. Mm-hmm. 
Because if I do, he's going to turn into that businessman that was like, oh, yeah, like I used to play soccer as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So I've got to involve them in the arts. Oh, the arts. We're calling Napoleon Dynamite the arts. Oh, you're damn right. Oh. Yeah, because this is about theater production. Oh. So we, we're sitting there. They play the whole movie. Okay. Kids mm-hmm. are into it. But movie ends and the middle child he falls right asleep in his red velvet theater chair okay he curls up he's asleep and the oldest starts turning over to you know the spouse and I and he's like can we go can we go and uh, you know the actors have gone on stage by then they've seen them play like Pedro plays the harmonica Mm -hmm. and Uncle Rico plays the guitar and they're like where's Where's Napoleon? Mm. Napoleon awkwardly rides up on a bike. It was like weird. It was kind of cringe. I'm not going to lie. But he rides up on a bike on stage. And then the boys are like watching very intently. Like, oh my gosh. Like these are the actual dudes. Yeah. So that part was cool because they're like actor. They start to connect. This is an actor playing this character. This isn't actually Napoleon Dynamite. Uh Uh-huh. You know? Yes. Anyway. So they fall asleep. We have to call it quits halfway through their, like, actor session. Uh-huh. They were just adjourning to do Q&A. And uh, we're on the second floor. We, we didn't spring for the lower seats. Smart. We're like, yeah, yeah, 40 bucks a ticket mm-hmm. with fees. So we go, we're going to go to the bathrooms. We're like, let's hit the bathrooms and we're out. Because we've got school and work the next day. There's things going on. Mm-hmm. I go into the bathroom. And I had had two beers. Hadn't broke, I mean, I had broken the seal, but like had not gone to the bathroom. So I had a long stream. <laughs> okay. Like, no, and I'm just saying that to like tell the listeners there was a stream happening. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's why it took so long. I walk out of that <laughs> bathroom and there are my boys and the two boys and Adam, they're sitting in the, um, the foyer. Mm-hmm. There's nobody else in sight. The bartenders have adjourned for the evening. They look at me like they've just gotten a, you know, a hit of the good stuff. And they're just like, you just missed Uncle Rico. And what? I was like, I said, and Uncle Rico as a movie character for me is like one of your, it's like if I saw Alicia Silverstone from Clueless, <laughs> you know, I would have mm-hmm. just been like, I love you, you know? Yeah. And they go. He ran through here for the Q&A to catch some people that were asking questions on our balcony level, the nosebleeds. They said he stops, and because they're the only people in the foyer, he slaps Adam on the back. He waves to Cal, or to my middle kid. It's okay. And then he takes off. And then he comes back through, and as he's coming back through, my oldest child's walking out the bathroom, and he catches him. So he gets, like, a glimpse. Thankfully, because it would have been a brother, you know, battle for all life. But the the looks on their faces, and Adam was just beside himself. He's wearing this sweatshirt, and I said, don't you ever wash that sweatshirt again. Mm -hmm. It's been touched by Uncle Rico. Man. And I just thought to myself, this was all worth it. The arts. The arts, ladies and gentlemen. That's why it's worth it. Okay, well, that was a great story to wrap her up on. Um, Do you have any final thoughts for our listeners? Just that we thank anyone that's still listening at this point. Yeah, I really, man, anybody like mom. um, Couple friends. 
Yeah. Love you guys. Mm -hmm. Shannon. Shannon, we know you're there. Shannon, you super fan Shannon. Mm -hmm. She had a birthday recently. I just want to say shout out. Happy birthday to Shannon. Oh, very nice. Mm -hmm. Happy birthday. Mm -hmm. And uh, anybody else who might be listening, that probably about sums it up, though. I'm a James and Ashley fan of the fanship because they're supporters. Yeah. 100%. Big fan. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. And we will see you uh, next month for our next conversation. We look A little impromptu back and forther. Mm-hmm. Let yeah. us know in the comments what you want between now and then. Yeah, if you want anything specific, let us know in the comments. And with that, we're done. We're done. Go ahead and put the thing on. I, I wasn't. I wasn't. You're ready. not ready. Oh, oh, hang on. She's not ready. What was that? Knock it off. That's what I said. Knock it off. Or you're going to bed. Knock it off. You know what to do. Yeah, that's right. I'm talking to you. Knock it off. I'm at my wits' end. Knock it off. And tell your friends to knock it off. You're done. <laughs>